FPL Game Week 21 transfer plans. The Christmas period of FPL is over and we have a couple of weeks to decide what we're going to do with our FPL teams going into Game Week 21. However, it is time for the players going away to both the African Cup of Nations and to the Asia Cup, mainly Mo Salah and Human Son, who I own in my team, to depart. So we're going to be deciding who the midfielders are we want to bring in in their place, what it means to potentially bringing Erling Haaland back into my team as well. So although we have two weeks to decide what to do, there are some big decisions to be made in my Game Week 21 transfer plans. What is up everyone, FPL Harry here. Before we dive into the video, 1,000 likes and subscribe if you are new around here as well. Hoping to hit 100k subs in 2024. That would be quite something. My lineup for Game Week 21 is up on screen now. Of course, it currently has Salah and Son in it. Outside of those, it's okay. We've got Ariola in goal against Sheffield United. Porro, currently Gabriel and currently Trent Alexander-Arnold in defence. On the bench, I do have Taylor against Luton and I do have Trippier at home to Manchester City, both of which could find their way into my starting defence, probably in the place of either Gabriel or Porro. We're not going to be benching Trent Alexander-Arnold, of course, but Porro and Gabriel both being pretty mixed and have a okay fixture in game week 21. One of those I can decide on over the next couple of weeks. Into midfield, we have Cole Palmer, who's currently going to get the Kamsi armband based on the players I have in my starting lineup. And then we have Bakayo Saka as well, who continues to disappoint from an FPL point of view. Yes, he got that goal in game week 20, which was quite a fortunate tap in which the goalkeeper parried completely into his path and he slotted into the back of the net. But generally over the past few weeks, he has been pretty disappointing. And then Salah and Son, and then up front, we have Alvarez, who I brought in in game week 20 as sort of a one week punt or until Erling Haaland's back. As And he got one goal, fine with that. I didn't end up captaining him, so I need Mo Salah to do something on Monday night. Solanke and then Ollie Watkins as well up front. If, of course, I made no transfers, I would get Anthony Gordon and Kieran Trippier off my bench in place of both Salah and Son. But I have two free transfers this week, so I do plan on using both of them. Either to bring back Erling Haaland, if he's not going to be available, then it'll be just to replace both Salah and Son in my lineup this week. So... In terms of my potential transfers or what's going to happen, when Erling Haaland is back, whether it's in game week 21, game week 22, we do expect him back in January from what Pep has said. I'm going to do Alvarez up to Haaland. Now, with Kevin De Bruyne back, it does mean that the place in the Manchester City team for Julian Alvarez is going to be pretty slim. And I don't think he's been that fantastic. Recently, maybe at the start of the season, he was great. He was getting a lot of returns. But Recently, he's not been that great in terms of performances and in terms of FPL returns as well. And I do think Haaland, of course, will go back up front. I do think that Kevin De Bruyne will fill in midfield alongside Bernardo Silva and Foden with Jack Grealish or Doku playing on the left-hand side, which doesn't leave any space in the starting 11 for Alvarez. So as soon as Haaland is back, that move of Haaland in for Alvarez is going to be one that I want to do. Then that means I'll be needing to free up a little bit of money because, of course, I only have 0.9 million in the bank. And to do that, I will be selling both Salah and Son in my team as they're going away to the African Cup of Nations and the Asia Cup as well. It's worth bearing in mind how long they're going to be out for with how far they're predicted to go into the tournaments about the semi-finals each. That would mean that they would miss game week 24 and maybe game week 25 as well. So they're going to miss about four fixtures of FPL and then they are both predicted to blank in game week 26 as well 
well, which is the final of the Carabao Cup. Spurs, of course, predicted to be in the final, which would cause them to blank. But Spurs and Son go away to Chelsea in that fixture, who are also predicted to be the other team in the cup final. So in theory, they could play just once in the next six or so game weeks of FPL, which is why I'm quite comfortable to sell them, despite I might lose a little bit of value on them unless they drop in price quite a few times. But in selling them, knowing that I need the money to do Julian Alvarez up to Erling Haaland, it would leave me 16.3 million in the bank to go and buy two midfielders of my choice. So they have to add up to 6.3 million. So about 8 million each with a slight bit of wiggle room for price changes to go and free up the money I need to do the Alvarez up to Haaland move in place of Mo Salah and Hummingson. So just to talk about who my top six midfielders are in my team. Of course, if I didn't have Cole Palmer, he'd be the top midfielder I'd want to buy. But right now, I own Cole Palmer. So these are probably the top six I'm considering buying into my team. The top two, I think, first of all, is Richarlison. He scored again. He's playing up front for Spurs. And even when Song comes back, for me, he is a long-term hold. If that's the role he's going to be playing in that Spurs team at 6.8 million, I expect him to be one of the most popular replacements for both Salah and Son, particularly because he scored again in game week 20. The next two fixtures are okay. Manchester United away, who are of course very mixed in terms of form at the moment, but definitely not solid defensively. And then Brentford at home, which is a good fixture. Although Ivan Tony will now be back for Brentford, so maybe it's not as easy as it looks at the moment for Spurs. The other one is Jared Bowen. Now, Jared Bowen is likely to be without Paqueta and Kudus for their midweek fixture against Brighton. But Paqueta is likely to be back from game week 21, which will hate the, help the creativity for Jared Bowen. He definitely has the best short-term fixtures over the next two with Sheffield United away and Bournemouth at home in the next two. And he's on 11 goals at time recording. Of course, he's played one less game than a lot of others having the fixture against Brighton midweek. Those will definitely be the top toe most sought after midfielders, I think, in terms of transferred in this week. I think closely followed by Phil Foden and Manchester City. He does look very, very good at the moment. However, my only concern with him is he looks very, very good playing centrally at the moment behind Julian Alvarez, who's playing up front. And then Foden sort of filled into that Alvarez role. But when Kevin De Bruyne comes back and when Erling Haaland comes back, we might see Phil Foden moved back out to that right wing spot with Bernardo Silva playing centrally or one of them playing on the wing and one of them playing centrally, which might be a little bit weaker in terms of Foden's potential return. So as much as I think Phil Foden has been absolutely amazing for Manchester City, some of his best performances for them over the past couple of games, I'm not necessarily certain that how good he's going to be once the others come back. But if the last two performances are anything to go by, Phil Foden looks like one of, if not the best midfielder in the Premier League at the moment. The other two, Douglas Louise is in here. If budget wasn't you know, completely free and I could buy whoever I want, basically. Douglas Louise at 5.5 million would probably be the one that I would go for. He's on penalties. He scored again. He's very good for bonus points and they have a nice run of fixtures coming up. But because we have so much budget, I don't massively think Douglas Louise is on the cards. The other one is Elise and Eze at Crystal Palace. They go away to Arsenal this week and then have Sheffield United at home in game week 22. Elise has been returning better and he actually took a penalty the other day whilst Eze was on the pitch. The only thing is Eze had literally just come onto the pitch when they got that penalty. So it's not 100% confirmed that Elise is going to be on penalties over Eze. And that would probably swing it either way for me between either Elise or Eze. They do both take set pieces. They're both great from open play. And 
They look like they're on a pretty hot run of form at the moment. So he is definitely one I'm considering. Diogo Jota, back from injury, is probably Liverpool's second best goal scorer outside of Mo Salah. And with Salah gone, then he might get a larger run of minutes in that team. Diaz might end up playing on the right. Jota could play on the right or Diaz on the right with Jota on the left. So... I do think the amount of minutes Jota is going to get over the next few while Salah is away is definitely pretty good. And Bournemouth away this week, followed by Chelsea at home. Two features that you definitely expect some midfielders to go and get some returns in. So I'm not going to move early. I know there's going to be price changes for both Salah and Son and probably for a lot of these midfielders over the next week or so. But uh, there is a, a round of FA Cup fixtures before the next round of FPL, which is two weeks away. So I am just going to wait until we get an update on some of those cup matches to see injuries, try and bide my time a little bit, particularly before game week 20 does end. There are still a couple of games. So I'm not going to move early. If I was going to move early right now, Burn and Richarlison are my top two picks, but I am definitely eyeing up Phil Foden and maybe Diogo Jota if I want to keep a little bit of that Liverpool team in my attack. So what does this mean for my team going forward? So I've got three transfers I want to do here. Alvarez up to Erling Haaland, Son to a midfielder and Salah down to another midfielder. If Haaland's not going to be available and he's, we're not certain he's going to be back for that Newcastle game, it's pretty simple. Salah and Son will go with my two free transfers. I'll make sure I leave enough in the bank so I can do Alvarez up to Haaland the following week. Life is very simple if Haaland is not going to be available. If Haaland is going to be available and I will want him back because that makes Alvarez a massive risk to starting that game for Manchester City, then Alvarez will go to Haaland and I have a choice to make. I can either just do Salah down to a midfielder under 7 million, so I could go to Richarlison. Salah down to Richarlison frees up the money I need to do Alvarez up to Erling Haaland that would leave Son still not available to play in that situation I could either sell him for a minus four and go and buy another mid like Jared Bowen has two great short-term fixtures or I could just bench him this week for either Trippier or Anthony Gordon who both play at home to Manchester City but Newcastle are now entering a period where they don't have to quite play twice a week and they might hopefully start to look a little bit better which is why I'm holding on to all my Newcastle assets despite planning on benching them all this week so just to reiterate, if Haaland is going to be available, Haaland will come in for Alvarez pretty much no doubt. Salah will go to a cheaper midfielder and Son might go for a minus four. If Haaland is not going to be available, then I just sell Salah and I sell Son with my two free transfers. So all eyes on whether we think the big Norwegian is going to be back for game week 21 against Newcastle or it will be game week 22 where they play Burnley at the end of January, given how spaced out the fixtures are going into the next couple of weeks. So those are my first transfer plans. I'll be taking a couple of days off in terms of videos until we see what happens in the cup next week, which will, of course, give us a clearer indication of what's likely to happen in the blank and double game, which is towards the end of the season. It gives us a bit of a help and steer of who's going to be remaining in the cup, who might double and who might blank in certain game weeks as well. So make sure you subscribe when we have little updates on that. There'll be chip strategy videos and everything. So you can get that little head start and little boost over some of your friends and mini league rivals and get that overall rank you want as well. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you all so much for supporting the channel during 2023. I hope you have a fantastic start to your new year and I'll see you all again very soon. Podcast Network.